Cinnabuds is brought to you by Associated Bank and Steinhoffel. Cinnabuds, Cinnabuds, two buddies buddies talking about about cinema. That's us. Oh, (laughs) boy. Checking. I'm Justin Barney from 88.9 Radio Milwaukee. I'm Christopher Pollard from Milwaukee Film. And together we are Cinnabuds. Cinnabuds. And today we are talking about Roma. Roma is a movie directed by Alfonso Caron. Yep. And um, you want to tell us more about the plot? Yeah. It's a story. It's a, apparently semi-autobiographical of Alfonso Cuaron's, uh childhood. It's filmed in Roma, refers to a neighborhood in Mexico City. And it is the story of a maid who takes care of a wealthier, slightly wealthier family in that city. And then she becomes pregnant. And then you see the journey of the not only the family, but also of her and what happens with her relationship throughout all set against the backdrop of 1970s Mexico City. It is in black and white with English subtitles yeah. and a genre that I am deeming observational drama. Oh, mm. look at you. We, we in the film festival, there were so many <laughs> observational documentaries and I was watching it. And I was like, this is like an observational drama. <laughs> yeah. um, what did you think? It's a beautiful movie. It's a really impressive movie. And it's interesting because Alfonso Cuaron's made these like bigger budget he's movies there. with big actors. Yeah. And now he's gone back to Mexico. He used non-actors or many non-actors and in the star roles. He was like the writer director, shooter, yeah, editor. you know, best boy. You yeah. know, I think <laughs> yeah. he was like every single person in the... I think he's wasting his talents as a director because his best boy work, <laughs> top <laughs> like notch, really best in the biz. He was everything. Yeah. I think, and I know that this oh. is going to sound like hyperbole. <laughs> yeah. And I've got, everyone that hasn't seen it is, you know, going to... Look at me, and everyone that has seen it. This is a, a statement that that uh, no one really is going to like. This up. But I think that it's true. I think that this is the best movie that has been made in my lifetime. That is a bold statement. That is a bold That's statement. A super bold. Statement. It's a it's a very very bold statement <laughs> that I I do not think is exaggerating. Yeah. I think that this movie is the best movie that has been made in terms of like how we think of movies, of how stories are told, how stories are told. <laughs> It was great. I think that this movie was on par with all of the like atmospheric directors of the seventies and these all these movies that we think of as cinema. Yeah. You know, I think it has parts uh Igmar Bergman in it. I think that it has the surrealism of Fellini. I, you know, I, I think that it has an aspect of storytelling that is very real, of capturing drama in the moment. It tells stories that are funny. Mm-hmm. It has um, these scenes that are just outrageous. It is a brutal, brutal moment. Yeah. But at the end, it just is life. Mm-hmm. I think it has everything. Did you like it, though? Ah! I can't. I'm not, I'm not getting, like, a, a hard opinion from you. I absolutely love this movie. I'm going to go. <laughs> we're going to go more into this, and I am uh, going to talk more about. Um, or we're going to talk more about. Wow. I feel like I got to back this well, up. Yeah. You know, it's like I like... made a big statement. I'm like, oh boy, like I have to put the rubber to the road on it. 
Support for CineBuds comes from your membership and Associated Bank, proud supporter of Milwaukee Film, offering support year-round through Milwaukee Film Checking. More about Associated Bank's commitment to Milwaukee Film at associatedbank.com slash mkefilm. Member FDIC. Support for CineBuzz comes from your membership at Steinhoffel's Furniture. Steinhoffel's offers mattresses and home furnishings for living rooms, bedrooms, and more. Steinhoffel's is a fourth-generation family-owned business based in Milwaukee and employs 800 people at their 19 locations across southeast Wisconsin. Online shopping at steinhoffel's.com. And we're back. Hello, everyone. And we are talking about Roma. Uh, Roma was funny. It was surreal. It was brutal. It was everything, and it was nothing. Yeah. I when feel like surreal. I'm, what what portions of it do you think were like absurd? Were surreal? surreal? Yeah. How about that scene where there is a forest fire and they have a literal bucket brigade to yeah. grab water and throw it on the fire on New Year's Eve, and then a man in a woodland costume takes his mask off and starts singing at the camera. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what? No, you're right. How about that? that How part about the was, scene yeah. where all of a sudden it pans into the desert of Mexico and there are 200 men practicing martial arts in this synchronized dance together? No, you won. You and win. then she confronts him about the baby that she's had. Right, How about it. this scene where they're furniture shopping in the middle of Mexico City and a riot breaks out? Uh, that less so. The first two, <laughs> you should have stopped the first two. No, uh, I just, I didn't recall those parts. And I was, when I look back on it, when you said surreal, I was like, I don't remember being particularly like absurd or surreal. But those two scenes you mentioned, yes, for yeah. sure. And the, the whole thing kind of goes through these scenes. And it's yeah. like, Caron set up these scenes like that that are absolutely fantastical yeah. and surreal. And then there's like a drama in the heart of it all. And also, like, around those surreal descriptions, there is this very, very dark and bleak center. We're going into spoilage. <laughs> All right. We, um, this movie is very brutal. A lot of it centers around uh, she is pregnant. Yeah. And then she has the child, and the child is stillborn. Yeah. And she ha- her water breaks in the middle of this riot that happens in the city, and then they have to drive to the hospital and they get to the hospital and everything is crazy. And that, that that's where I felt like part of it, I was like, this is the, the atmospheric kind of captured nature yeah. of this reminded me of Bergman. And then there's like this surreal part that is, that I felt like was Fleeny. And then I felt like it, the whole thing had this Gabriel Garcia Marquez, like the hundred years of solitude. Yeah. It felt like all these things are happening. And then for me at the end, the thing that makes it this movie is that all of these brutal things happen and uh, all these surreal things happen. And then in the end, it starts as it did in the beginning and you it captures this living room and it goes back to this place and everyone is back in the house and everyone is doing their things. And for me, the message of it was that time is brutal, that time does not care. Mm-hmm. For me, that was depressing where it's like they all these all these things happen to them and time does not care and we still go on with our lives no matter what. And there is also a part of that that is a relief, you know? Because you, yeah, well, they, they, yeah, they have to, they've, all these tragic things have happened to both families Mm -hmm. or the, 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 uh, Cleo, the maid and the family, and they both have to just deal with them. You Mm -hmm. see how that works. And amongst, you know, a literal riot breaking out in their town, which by the way, was the best shot thing in that film. Because it seems like a small film, wonderfully yeah. shot. And then they pan over, and there's a huge 
riot scene they film in the same way that they're filming like, oh, here we are in their home. Mm -hmm. Pan over, we're shopping, pan over. Huge scene with a lot of extras, like really impressive production of that scene in particular. But visually, this film is impeccable. It should definitely win Best Art Direction and Cinematography because it's this beautiful black and white. It's interesting. There's a lot of parallels. We talked last week about uh, if Beale Street could talk. Yeah. And there's a lot of parallels between the movies and the themes and the events that take place. But there's a scene in Beale Street where, uh, your favorite, the scene where he's having a conversation, and I just, it took me a while to notice the camera is just slowly going back and forth between the two people yeah. as they talk. And that happens in this film. He uses it in a very different way. That one was more about kind of intimacy, and this one is more about, like, Distance. Bringing in, yeah, bringing in the whole community, uh, just yeah. panning, just seeing everything that's going on. There's one part in this movie where the camera goes in a full circle. Yeah. She's turning all the lights off in the house. Oh, that is really nice. And yeah. it, it just, the whole, the, it goes in a circle and it really feels like you follow her around in the house. And it just feels like they must just have this. It's like she doesn't even notice the camera. It's right. just there picking up what's going on. Yeah. And that was how a lot of movie. Uh, that was how a lot of this movie felt. Like it was just capturing yeah. th this film. And we should say that um, the main actor uh, who plays Cleo, the maid, I believe her name is Elizia Aparicio. Mm -hmm. um, she got nominated, Best Actress in a Lead. And the film, interestingly, and I think this might be the first time this has happened, I have to look into it, is nominated for Best Picture and Best Foreign Film. Actually, I don't think it is. But... That's a if if it's happened before, it's been very rare. Mm. Um, and best director, uh, best cinematography, a lot got a lot of. I think it's oh yeah, Roma and Favorite have the two the highest two. number yeah. of uh, nominations. I think it should win every single award that it's in. That is that's. I think you need to take it. Just relax for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I feel like you're not as on board with me, and I'm I think like, there's no one. I need you be, to understand this. Can as match your level of enthusiasm. I know. Like, it's one of those things when you're like, I'm super excited. No one's going to be able to match my excitement. It's true. No, I did like the movie. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like, compared to you, it seems like I'm saying, I did not like the movie. Right. That's not the case. I know. I just loved it. I yeah, I was a, devastated by it. Yeah. I mean, this the scene where, they, where she has the stillborn. Yeah. And the amount of time that they spend with the camera on the baby yeah. is uncomfortable. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? And it, it just really, it makes you confront that. Mm -hmm. I also love the relationship <sighs> between the family that she works for and her because it's not as clear-cut as those relationships are often seen. It's At first, you think, oh, they're, like, completely unaware of her. Mm -hmm. She's just the maid. And there's some scenes of frustration, and then there's some scenes where, like, oh, they really care about her, like, part of the family. And then there's a pinnacle scene where... Uh, Cleo, who cannot swim, it's established that she cannot swim. Yes, goes into the ocean to save two or three of the kids, despite the fact that she can't swim. They're about to be caught by a current, and she saves them all. And that's the kind iconic image on the poster too. Yeah. Is all the whole family huddled around her uh, after she's saved the whole family, um, and that's after she's lost her child. Yes, and she's saving these children. And so that's kind of one of the most beautiful parts of the film is that the care that she gives for this family, even though she's lost her own. Yeah. And man, I might be looking into this way too much. <laughs> what? But, <laughs> but I, I felt like that 
like the waves and ocean they the way that it starts the movie starts with all the credits over it you know it sounds like waves it looks like waves but it's her pushing sweeping. the water and mm -hmm. sweeping oh, this yeah, yeah. water into a drain and then it ends with them in the ocean her yeah. saving this child and it, <laughs> the waves of time move, man. Oh, the waves boy. are always going, and we're just in the water. If anyone out there is listening, if you could call 911 <laughs> uh, and just send them to the radio station, that'd be fantastic. Please don't actually do that. Uh, <laughs> I feel like when I say that, <laughs> I have to go, by the way, don't uh, actually by the way, do that. No. It was... Glad you liked it so. I mean, I liked it. I did like it, but I'm really glad that you liked it. Yeah, this much. it was also funny. <clears throat> There's this scene in like in the beginning where the dad is trying to pull into this garage, and there's oh, literally so like three inches of room on either side, and he like bends the mirror, and then he pulls out, and then he pulls, and like the whole oh, thing yeah. with the car. Yeah, you know, and then she just like batters it in there. Yeah, the garage that was funny. It's not really. I don't know if you can call it a garage, but yeah. the carport is like a character. Yeah. There's always dog poop. Always. That unsettled me. And there's a Same. whole. Same. There's <laughs> no. so much dog poop in this place that seemed indoors. And then I realized it wasn't. Right. But it seemed indoors. I'm like, why are these dogs pooping all over? Uh. Actually, one of the funniest scenes to me is um, Cleo's boyfriend is training in martial arts. And there's a scene where he's, I think, neuter in his underwear. Oh, yeah. Demonstrating yeah. his uh, martial arts skills with like a broom handle. Yep. And He's like so intense about it that it's hilarious because he's just this naked guy practicing martial arts to impress his girlfriend. That one, that scene, I liked a lot. Yeah, it's almost like Roma was everything. You know? It's almost like Roma is your the cult that you're starting. <laughs> I seriously, I went into this movie and I was like, critics are so about this movie, and uh, there's just no way that it can handle the hype. Yeah. And now with my statements, there is no way that it will be able to <laughs> handle so the hype true. with anyone. Well, I will be, and I, God, I hesitate to do this because I don't know how you're going to poop your pants right now. Yeah. I did like this movie. Uh -huh. Let's start there. But the hype did get to me because I saw it a little bit later. And because it was just talked and talked and talked about, it was just a different vibe than I anticipated. Yeah. Um, so it was hard to live up to the hype. And I, I think that's so tragic hmm. um, because eventually my initial response to the movie was, was good, but still not like as huge as all the hype. Right. But then as it went on, then I started absorbing it more without having that distance from it. And then I really appreciated it after some time away. I know. But I like it when I have that initial response like you did where it's right. just like it hits you at once. Right. And it's like I know that I'm adding to the hype, but honestly it is not be hype honest. for me. Yeah, you gotta I, be honest. I really yeah. I think that this is the best film that I maybe it's one of the best films that I've ever seen. I think that's it's the great. best film that's been made in my lifetime. There has to be one there has to be a movie that is the best right. in my mind or in you know, yeah. in general. And I honestly think that this is it. That's great. That's yeah. awesome. I love it when you find those movies like and we talked about last week about if Beale Street could mm -hmm. talk and mm -hmm. not I would not call it my favorite movie of all time. However, it's one that hit me at a gut level and I just was overwhelmed by it and loved yeah. it. I love it when you discover those. I mean, that's what there's the a lot of about, great man. movies, and I'm happy to see all the great movies. But there's always like one that comes along where it's just hits you in the in the bits. Then that was that was this movie for me. I got done with the movie, and usually I'm just like right on to the next thing. I'm like cannot stop. You know, yeah. I gotta like right. I turn it off, and I'm like, all right, what movie should I, what movie What's should next? I watch next? What TV show should I watch? Books should I read next? Like, how should I occupy my mind now? 
And I got done with it and I was like, I just need to sit with this for yeah. a bit. Like I don't want to I don't want something else to like push it out of the way because I was just so loved the way that it made yeah. my mind move. Then you had to immediately start your manifesto. Yes. And start uh, loading up on canned goods. <laughs> Join your, my cult. For your Roma post-apocalyptic cult. <laughs> yes. Join the cult. If it does not win Best Picture, I'm going to be very upset. All right. Did you love it as much as me? Probably not. <laughs> but we want to know. Uh, we're going to post it to both of our, our Facebook pages, to the Milwaukee Film Membership one and to uh, 88.9 Radio Milwaukee's. Call me on my shit. Tell yeah. me that, you know, tell me that I'm wrong. I'm fine with that. But Guys, I, don't, do, don't do that. It's I, just I a worry if you is. do it, what's what he's gonna do. <laughs> <I know. laughs> thank you for listening. Cinebuds is edited by Kenny Perez. Kenny, thank you for dealing with us. Um, we get handcrafted sonic inspiration from the license lab. They craft them with their hands. Our theme song is from Milwaukee musician Brad Newski. Yes! We get support from Associated Bank and Steinhoffels. Also, we get uh, support from your membership when you become a member of Radio Milwaukee or Milwaukee Film. Yep. It's very helpful. And support when you listen to us like you are right now. Just so emotional yep. support. Mm-hmm. Two needy We're dudes. very delicate. <laughs> we are. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks.